Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to POV or My Therapist, the podcast where I vent you listen and you do not get paid. Um, starting off, this is, today is the 22nd of Christmas. Okay. Today's the 22nd of, okay, there we go. Yes. This is what I've been wanting to do all morning. Flip the mic. It's finally flipped. Okay. Today is the 22nd of December, which means we are technically going into Christmas together. Yes. Jesus Christ, the star is born, Lady Gaga. Um, yeah, the Jesus Christ, the nepotism baby of God is being born this weekend. He's being born to come save the world and, you know, have like a bad time while he's here. Died super young, 33 years old, but this weekend is his birthday, even though that's not really true. His birthday is in April. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, today is the 23rd, and you might be thinking, Divine, um, we talked about this. You're not supposed to be shooting the podcast the Thursday before the Friday. Well, you know what? If my life was not, um, if my life was more organized and a little easy breezy, <coughs> maybe this wouldn't be a problem, but right now it's a problem. So we've had a long day today. So this week, let me tell you all about my week. Uh, This week has been a good week, but also there's just been a lot of pain this week. I took off my nails and y'all, when I tell you, I'm really lucky that like my nails did not rip off from the nail bed. I have been wearing fake nails for a solid year and only taking like short breaks and not really letting my nails like completely grow out. And it is way past overdue to do that. Literally, I took off this set last night and I did it the way I'm supposed to, soaking it off and everything. When I tell you like I can't grab things because it hurts too much. Yes. Um, like temp- Like when I wash my hands, I can feel how cold it is and like it's like either blisteringly cold or blisteringly hot and it's just like it's not a nice feeling so I'm taking a break from the nails I'm gonna have these cute little nubs and like you're gonna understand how influential how not influential but like how easily influenced I am because I was watching industry and if you don't watch industry it's a really good show on HBO and the main girl um for some reason I noticed that she wasn't wearing fake nails that she had no nail polish whatsoever on her nails so I went to her Instagram that's not why I went to her Instagram but ow see I just hurt myself um just trying to fix my hair like it's ridiculous so I went on her Instagram just to, you know do a little lurky lurky and I realized she doesn't wear nail polish or fake nails at all and I was like oh my god and look at her she's a bad bitch so let me take off my fucking nails there's nothing to be I don't know it's I don't know I think I'm over the nails I think I'm just over having nails uh, uh maybe I think I'm over it for right now Probably in the future, I'm going to see a a set of nails that's so cute. And I'm going to be like, why I love that. But I am going to get the Gel X uh, nail thingies. Um, And I'm going to, like, I feel like a nice black polish and, like, maybe a forest green polish will be, like, my reg. You know, it'll be my regular. Because I just think the whole acrylic thing, because I was doing acrylic for a minute and then, like, the... I did the gel powder. I I just don't know. My nails are not in good shape right now. So, um, yeah, my nails are not in good shape at all. 
So today, I actually just split second decided just now as I was talking about a whole other subject that we're going to be talking about beauty standards. Because, you know, as a black woman, there's a lot of beauty standards that I influence. You're welcome. Um, and there are a lot of beauty standards that like, you know, I, I want to, I feel the need to uphold. And recently, I feel like it's all been coming to a head. And it's weird because like talking about beauty standards before, I know that it's, it's come from a place of feeling insecure and asking myself like, or wanting to be more, you know, praised for how I look and feeling better about how I look because I look how people think I should look, if that makes sense. But, um, but no, this time I think it's coming from a place of, uh, I'm over it. I'm just absolutely over it. Okay. Just fucking over the whole shenanigan of it all, of being beautiful. I'm over it. I'm over the shenanigan of being beautiful. I'm over having to like, just be beautiful. Like it's hard. It's the upkeep is hard. It's expensive. Um, like, honestly, I feel like at the end of the year, I should get a trophy that says you're beautiful and you made it. Congratulations. I really feel like it is what I deserve because it's just hard. And I feel like people need to really, people need to take a minute out of every day, take a deep breath and be like, wow, it is so hard for beautiful women to be beautiful. And I think we just need to focus on that. So we're going to focus on that for a whole other hour. I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's what we're about to talk about. Okay. But before we go there, I want to talk about TikTok for a minute because last week, speaking of beauty standards, last week, one of my, one of my videos has been trending for like two fucking weeks, not on TikTok, but like for me, one of my videos has been doing very well for like two fucking weeks. And it's me talking about ugly men, right? I'm talking about ugly men. I literally start off saying an ugly man. That's literally, how it starts uh so uh, so I started off very clearly by saying this is about ugly men you know and there were so many men in my comments just being argumentative and saying shit like oh of course it's this whale does she see herself she's a two she's ugly she's a fat bitch she's this she's that she whatever uh, uh. when I tell you I could not care less when I tell you I could not care less because every time a man has a problem with some man being called ugly guess who it is guess who it is I don't even have to look but when I look it's an ugly man being upset with what I said being like who are you to talk a bad bitch that's who I am to talk and you an ugly man and that's why you got your panties in a bunch that's why you got your panties in a bunch your panties in a bunch your panties in a bunch because you want to be a munch but you look like somebody's tossed up lunch anyways that was my little song I actually fully plan to sing you guys a Christmas carol, but I think that will do for now. Um, yeah, so there are, every time, without a doubt, every time I see a hate comment and it's from a man, I already know they're ugly. And I never had a fine man be upset with the things that I say. Never. 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 <laughs> so all you're doing is telling on yourself because you're taking it a little personal. You took what I said about a group of people personal. And that's cause a hit dog gon' holler. So 
okay um I don't feel bad at all at all so but I do think what I should have said was that if you are not attracted to a person I don't know I thought y'all had more than two brain cells to rub together and you could figure out by me because ugly is subjective people think I'm ugly they're wrong but they think I'm ugly shocking um but there are people that I think are ugly and then there are people that are crying about them because they think they're the hottest thing on earth and I would like them to get their cataracts looked at but at the end of the day that's not my business because beauty is in the eyes of the beholder so you know I thought that was understood but you know sometimes I think for people and it's just you're not as smart as I think you are but um yeah so the I, I, what I really should have said was that you have no business dating someone you're not attracted to just because, you know, they're not the normal type that you go for. If you normally go for Hercules looking men, I'm not telling you to turn around and go, I'm telling you not to go around and date a Kevin Hart because you're feeling like Kevin Hart might treat you better. That somebody who's unattractive to you might treat you better because what you're used to is not treating you better. No, at the end of the day, it has nothing to do really with people's looks. And I think like that's kind of, I don't know, in my head sometimes I know what it all means and what it all adds up to, but I guess I have to further explain. So you should not turn around and date somebody that you personally are not attracted to because you think they're going to treat you better. Okay, uh, then the people that you're attracted to, you should look at the qualities, qualities, okay, personality qualities of the men that you've been attracted to who's not treated you good and avoid those. Um, or, and also like for me, I know for me, like, it, okay, I will say though, this is the thing, like I have to do a little back and forth. I got to go back and forth and back and forth. And I feel like sometimes what I'm saying completely um, is, is, it negates what else I'm saying, but I feel like you get it. And I just don't want to explain myself anymore. Um, but like, you know, there are men to me that are ugly and they're just not my cup of tea at all. I would never brew such a cup of tea. And they seem to be the ones who are always after me and I'm just, and <laughs> leave me alone. And I want you to know, that if you ever see me with one, just know that I've given up and I just wanted to try again. Um, I just wanted to try something new. But that would be my own mistake because I'm not attracted to them. And honestly, I feel like it doesn't matter how nice somebody treats me. If there is not a redeeming quality about them that I personally find attractive, no matter what it is. It's just not going to work. If I think your lips are ugly, your nose is ugly, your eyes are ugly, your skin is ugly, your body's ugly, your hair is ugly. If I think everything about you is ugly, I have no business dating you just because you've come on very strong and I feel like I need to give this person a chance because they're not usually what I go for. No, I don't think that's fair. That's not fair. It's not fair at all. It's not fair to myself and it's not fair to the other person because really what I'm saying is they're not good enough for me but the one what is good enough for me has not been treating me well so let me just like give you a bone like you know so like there's different levels to it and there's that can actually you know you could be somebody's trigger like you could literally like be somebody's you know their their villain origin story um so don't do it 
at the least, like you have to find one thing about them that like is really desirable for you and not search for it. I'm saying when somebody approaches you, there has to be something about them that is desirable to you. Like, okay, maybe you don't like his smile. Maybe you don't like his nose. You don't like his mouth. You don't like his ears, his hair, whatever. But when you look me in my eyes, you know? And like when you look me in my eyes, like if the eyes are what does it for you, the eyes have to be what does it for you. Like, so there has to be something about them that you really love and that you are really attracted to. I saw a quote on Twitter the other day. It said, marry somebody you're attracted to because there's going to come a day where you cannot stand them, but at least at the end of the day, you're going to want to fuck them. And I think that's really important. Whatever that trait is that you're attracted to in that person, you have to have it. Because can you imagine being hating somebody, being mad at them, and then at the end of the day, not wanting to fuck them either and being like, God, you're ugly. Like, for real. That's not right. That ain't right. And you're going to hell. Okay? Maybe I'm going with you. But that's all right. Um... So that was a little clarification for that. But back to the beauty standards, because, you know, I don't really want to call anybody out, but I am. Um, I don't know what's going on. I need the black girls to stop doing plastic surgery. I need it to end. I need it to end, you guys. If you're thinking about getting plastic surgery, literally look in the mirror. Like, I need you to, like, shut your eyes for, like, 15 seconds until you see pitch black. Okay, pretend that you are somebody else and then look at yourself in the mirror for two seconds. If in those two seconds you did not think to change anything about yourself, you're fine. You're fine. I'm so tired of seeing girls botch up their beautiful faces. Like, stop, stop. It's getting to me. It's starting to get to me because I see and it's like at the end of the day, what can you say? You look better before. No, you can't. And if you want to shut up, that don't say that. Don't say that. Don't ever say that. But I keep finding myself seeing these girls that I'm like, something about you looks different. And like, come to find out they had some kind of plastic surgery. They had some kind of, you know, booby error. They had some kind of like lip injection, like face reconstruction, whatever. And it's just like, girl, don't. Why did you do that? You looked fine before. And like, it's been happening a lot. And like, it's not to say like some people need plastic surgery because, you know, if you want to get it, you're going to get it. But don't get plastic surgery because of a fad because, ooh, buccal, what is it called? Buccal suckage outy I don't know that buccal fat removal there we go because you want to look snatch like you want to look like bitch 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 the other day I saw a picture of Leah Michelle I thought it was Adina Menzel is that her name Adina Menzel the lady um from Wicked yeah I thought that's who she was she looks like her glee her fake mother Leah Michelle now looks like her fake mother because of her um plastic surgery or whatever. Like, I get it. I get the temptation to change things about you. But I think, I think, really think if it's something that you want, really. And I don't mean like you sat with it right now and you're like, yeah, I really want this. No, no, no. I mean, like, give it a couple months. Give it plus five pounds, minus five pounds. Give it a month in the gym or a month out of the gym. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Because, and I feel the same way about tattoos. Because 
I have I think about plastic surgery the way I think about tattoos because some of that shit is permanent. You rarely can undo um some plastic surgery and you're always gonna have complications for whatever you get done. When I was in high school, I wanted the Demi Lovato birds flying out of a tree right across my arm. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted that real bad. Real bad. Thankfully. I had an entire year and a half until I turned 18 because by the time I turned 18, that was the ugliest tattoo I ever saw. Like it looked fine on her, but I knew that on me, I hated it. It was giving very much Pinterest tattoo. And I was like so relieved that I did not get that tattoo at that time. My next two tattoos, I thought about a lot. I thought about them a lot and I knew that, um, I, I started trusting myself more when it came to aesthetic decisions about how I looked. Because to this day, I don't regret m- those two tattoos. Okay? I have another tattoo that I got spur of the moment, a huge piece. Spur of the moment because I was going through some things and I was like, yeah, I want this. Got it. Guess what, girl? Pain. I, st- I have flare-ups on this tattoo often, often, all the time. Okay, so it really was just not worth it. My other tattoos, I thought about them for a while and I got them and I like them. I like them. There's things about them I would change, sure. But as I said, the more that I thought about the things that I wanted, the more I trusted my judgment with my perception of myself. If it's if it's something that really bothers you, go ahead and get it done and change it. But don't cha- change it because when you were four and looking in the mirror, you thought, I don't like this and I want to change it. And it's been bothering you your whole entire life. Don't change it because now, you know, the standard of beauty is the Hadid sisters. No shade to them whatsoever is the Hadid sisters and now you kind of want to look like a Hadid. Don't do that. Because I think this is the thing. When you change a when when the waves are changing and tides are turning and and at every pinpoint like every it's not pinpoint at every pinnacle moment of a tide changing, you change something about yourself. At the end of the day, I feel like you end up losing a part of who you really are. And I don't think I've ever seen somebody who they changed a lot about themselves because of what was trendy, because of what was cool, that they didn't have regrets about it later and they didn't try to undo it. Like the amount of girls who've gotten BBLs because of the Kardashians and now the Kardashians got their BBLs removed. Can you afford to get your BBL removed? Because I know some people want their BBLs removed now because now skinny is in. So what, the next time BBLs are trending again, you get another BBL? Like, you can't view yourself in relation to what you're seeing all the time. You can't. Like, there's things that you can say, yeah, yeah, I'd look good with this. But it can't be every trend, every celebrity, every time there's a new surgery that you're suddenly obsessed with it and you're thinking that would look good on me your issue is not your features your issue is like inherently not liking yourself and who you are and I think do some internal work first before you start getting a bunch of surgeries to change what you look like on the outside I really feel like you know therapy and like 
talking about how you feel about yourself should be a part of getting surgery. Not saying it should be a prerequisite or maybe it should. Um, because I think there's so much pressure to be beautiful in our society. And there's so much pressure to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to be a certain weight, to have a certain type of hair. And, you know, you see it all the time that your level of beauty defines a lot about what happens in your life. It defines who you marry. It defines how much money you make. It defines if you're famous or not. Like, I think about it a lot in music. There's so many talented girls who would be at the top of the charts if only they weren't dark-skinned. There are so many people who are so fucking untalented. And you ask yourself, why the fuck, how the fuck have you been able to garner this level of fame? And it takes about half an ounce of critical thinking to know that the reason why they've been able to garner that level of fame is because they're light skin. It's because they're of a paler complexion. It's because they're skinny. It's because of a lot of things. And every once in a while, you find somebody who is so determined and so fuck you to the standard that they pop through that glass ceiling and oh my god is that shit refreshing it is so refreshing but at the same time it kind of makes your heart break for all of the people who deserve that kind of level of of recognition and they can't have it because they are pinholed into something that society does not deem as attractive let's be fucking real here if I was 135, bitch, I'd be famous. Let's be real. Divine would be a famous bitch, but I'm not because I am a plus size woman. And I think that definitely determines how computers see me, how um, people view me, how, you know, when I look at my, uh, when I look at my stats on my apps, the amount of men that are following me are 1% and I'm pretty sure they're LGBTQIA. So it's like, you know, there are, there are perks that come with being, my fingers like are hurting. There are perks that come with being the, the standard of beauty. Um, and I really don't want, I want girls to stop thinking that it's their fault. And it's not. The fault is the patriarchy and it's the society. It's not your fault. You don't like your nose because they told you not to like your nose. There's nothing wrong with your nose. It's some cartilage, two holes to help you breathe, and a piece of skin. Okay? Flapping on top. There's no reason why you shouldn't like your nose. And, you know, I think that's why I'm so hard on men. is because they, they don't get it. They just, they really don't get it. (laughs) They don't understand how ingrained the standard of beauty is in women. They don't, I really don't think they get it. Because all of the time, I am doing my budget. I'm thinking about, okay, do I want to get my nails done this week? Because that shit is like a solid 150. Um, Do I want to buy makeup this week? Because that's at least $300 at Sephora. Do I want new hair? And that's always the first thing they go for. When they call you shallow, they're like, well, take off that hair and that makeup and let's see what you look like. Girl, put it on. 
you put it on and let's see what you look like because right now you look like the bare minimum you look ugly okay and women are just so beautiful all the time and it's like it's like a threat it's like I constantly every time a man like tells me some shit about my hair and my makeup I feel like they're threatening me like they're gonna snatch it off my face and like off of my hair and I'm like y'all were the ones that told me I wasn't pretty without it so where do we go from here like I'm gonna keep it and I'm still gonna call you ugly and I'm still gonna call myself beautiful with more of it on or less of it on (sighs) growing up back to this again growing up I went to a uh all-white Catholic school I was one of like three black children and you know Divine had her little 4B hair and my hair was a constant issue my hair was a constant issue I had thick hair I had long hair I'm black I need protective styling or that shit is gonna fall off my fucking head braids were an issue at the school I think it happened like four times where my mom had to come pick me up from school because my um teacher did not like my hair (laughs) okay my teacher didn't like my hair I had box braids they said it was a distraction I had uh (laughs) I had um cornrows they said it was a distraction because the the almost said the creole word the extensions the conecolon hair that i used did not match my natural hair completely okay um then i wore my little fro out because i'm like what can you tell me wore my little fro out they said it was a distraction because the students couldn't see past my hair because my hair was too big mind you my hair was not that big so they put me to sit in the back of the class i remember that specifically just imagine the optics of this the one black child with an afro being told to sit in the back of the class Mm, racism so then um i remember i had oh i remember one time i had a relaxer and i had bangs so but the relaxer was making my hair break off and so i had my bangs and i remember like I had hair, I had shedding, like I had hair falling on me. And the teacher looked at me and she was like, did you just get a haircut before you walked in the door? I have like outright had people call me like apes and monkeys and shit, but that was just a level of microaggressiveness that I don't think I've ever moved past. That was a microaggression to end all of microaggressions. I was like, and I was in fourth grade. And I remember that. And I remember thinking, you dumb. See you next Tuesday. Do you really think I would have a fucking haircut right before walking in? No, bitch. I'm experiencing breakage because I have a relaxer. Because you mother effers refuse to let me do anything with my hair. What do you want me to say? And then I remember the last straw was me and my mom, like, just, I can't remember how this conversation went, but I remember her being like, do you want me to cut off your hair? And I was like, do it. And we cut off my hair. I had an inch of hair left, bitch. What were you going to tell me then? I couldn't have a shaved fucking head. I've had a very complicated relationship with my hair. Okay. So after that, I was natural. 
uh, for like six years. And then my hair got really long to a point where I, it was just too much for me. And I chopped it off recently. I cut like four inches of hair off and I was just over it. I don't give a fuck. And then it's growing back again. And I'm like, can you stop? Like, I know, you know, you're supposed to like love your natural hair, but we need to have the real conversation where it's not fun. It's not luscious. The bitches that be like, I love my natural hair. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. With your 3A hair girl I got my hair is so thick my natural hair think about the thickest head of hair you know and my hair is probably thicker and it's 4b 4c I want to die when I have to do my hair and I have carpal tunnel okay so I have carpal tunnel and this has been getting very bad recently where like even if I'm not doing something with my hands, I'm in a state of pain. I can just feel my nerves like being kind of shot. And I'm just like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the care to care for my hair. So I got a relaxer and then, but my mom wanted to, you know, cause she put the relaxer in for me. She wanted to maintain the sanctity of my hair. We're about to put it in again, like this week. And I told her the other day, I was like, fuck the sanctity of my hair. I just need this shit to be easy to maintain, to manage, to wash, to dry, to braid. Because I cannot physically handle having a lot of hair anymore. And I'm just like, you know, I wish that, you know, I liked my natural hair. And also, it doesn't help that, like, I don't actually like how I look with my natural hair. I think I look very weird with my natural hair. And I know that that's an issue, but you have to also understand that I've been conditioned to have bad feelings about my natural hair because for a long time, it was just a very problematic thing. Okay. And the same thing goes with my eyebrows. I had a whole ass meltdown last week with you guys. Thank you for sitting with me on that about my eyebrows. Why? Because it just was thinner and my face looked bigger and like, in life, in life, in the beauty standard, having a larger face is not cute. Look, girl, in, in the beauty standard, having a larger face, like it's just not it. Having a round face is not it. They want you to be buccal fat sucked out, you know, and, and I get it. I understand the temptation. I understand the inner conflict of it all because it's hard to kind of just accept that you are who you are and not always oh fuck this stopped recording but it's hard not to feel like there's always something about you that you want to change it's hard not to feel like if if I had a smaller nose my life would be perfect because I think we feel such a weight of how I look will change the outcome of my life if I am more beautiful, very subconsciously we're feeling this, but at, at, at the surface, what it is, is we've been conditioned to feel that the more beautiful we are, the more we deserve out of life and the more, and the more unattractive we are, the less we deserve that if I'm beautiful, I deserve the world. If I match these standards, I deserve the world. 
Um, I knew somebody who they were very adamant that everybody around them had to be very beautiful. So every time I had like a slight meltdown about my looks and I was like, oh my God, like what's going on? Like, am I ugly or some shit? They would always reassure me that I was very beautiful because they don't keep ugly people around them. I don't know why, but recently I thought about this and I thought about how fucked up that was because in the time of when you're feeling bad for yourself when you're having a pity party, that's a really nice thing to hear that this person is saying, I wouldn't keep you around me if you weren't gorgeous. But when you repeat it, like I just did now, and when you think about it, um, later on and like you know with a clear lens you realize how fucked up that is because it's like so you're gauging everybody who walks into your space asking yourself if they're beautiful enough to keep around you and even going further into that I knew that it definitely had to do with their perception of themselves Because a lot of the time, you know, people who don't feel a certain way, they keep people who are that way around themselves. Like, think about all of the, the, you know, the girls who, I don't know, I know a lot of fat girls who don't have any fat friends. um, That all their friends are skinny. And they're very against having fat friends. And it's like, at the end of the day, having skinny friends does not make you not fat girl. It just makes you a fat girl with a bunch of skinny friends. So at the end of the day, having a bunch of beautiful friends does not change the fact that you feel ugly. So you keep beautiful people and beautiful things around you. And there is a very large obsession with looks and whether people are deserving of a certain treatment because they look a certain way that's an issue and it's a personal issue and I was thinking about that the other day and I was thinking about how Carl Lagerfeld hated hated fat people only he was fat himself he was fat and he got like surgery and he became very skinny um and it's just like you could have used that experience to uplift you know, the fatties, but you hated the thing that you were. So therefore you hate it when someone else is that thing too. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, beauty standards are not fun. They suck and they're very shitty. Um, and I think no matter what you look like, you should feel beautiful and you should, as I'm playing with my hair, like a fucking dib head, um, And I think at the end of the day, you know, there are beauty standards and stuff, but, but if somebody lives by that, if they live and die by that, mm -mm, that's an issue. And that's a problem that needs to be looked into. Um, I know I'm still working on my issues with my beauty because I find myself feeling super empowered, um, Sometimes when I have makeup on, other times when I have it on, I feel, it just makes me feel heavy. And then sometimes I feel empowered when I don't have makeup on. And then sometimes I look in the mirror and when I don't have makeup on, I'm just like, oh my God, like, is there a laser that will remove this spot or this, that, and the other? 
Um, but then I'm constantly reminded that nobody sees your flaws as much as you do. And I think that's because we live with ourselves. And I think if somebody sees your flaws and they point them out, they need an ass whooping. Um, yeah. But this was a very short episode because also I spent my morning talking my ass off. Okay. Um, I had an interview this morning and then I had a meeting and I've just been talking all morning and um and I thought I could you know I thought like I don't know somehow magically like I would just like have more words and like more thoughts and I would just be amazing um no I'm very drained right now and I am definitely going to get some food and then go to the gym and like get pumped you know and then come back and do work and then edit and then do more work and then edit and not think about the endless cycle of life at all oh I feel so conflicted here because I want to say be empowered to do what you want to do and I really stand by that but at the same time I also want to say don't change things about yourself that are so drastic just because you see other people changing things about themselves like change something about yourself because you really want to because it's affecting your mental health it's affecting you change those things but the superficial reasons of you know I saw Kim K get it so obviously I had to get it um I just don't think it's enough to justify making these huge changes to ourselves and I think my worry is that a lot of people are just gonna lose themselves in trying to maintain and keep up with this standard of beauty that nobody was ever really supposed to catch up to the goalpost is constantly moving what is beautiful today will not be beautiful tomorrow and what's beautiful tomorrow probably isn't beautiful today the goalpost is moving and that's the point the point is to keep an unattainable standard so that you buy more so that you spend more so that you you keep this economy going just because you want to be beautiful. That's it. I saw a man complaining about having to pay $40 for a haircut this morning on Twitter. I laughed out loud because I'm like, bro, I probably spend, it's giving $20 just on tampons a month. My nails or the cheapest I've paid for my nails were like 80 bucks. Makeup. Waxes. Hair. Like, be honest here. $40 is not that much. But women have to look so beautiful. You can't have any flaws. You can't, you know you have to look a certain way you have to somehow meet some part of the standard to be acceptable and the bare minimum you can do as a woman is wear a full face of makeup to hide every little pore because god forbid if you look like a human being you gotta cover that shit up nobody wants to see skin that's crazy nobody wants to see that shit cover it up Put some makeup on there. For real. So, at the least of it, you gotta buy a bottle of foundation. 
put in your contribution to the economy, babe. Put it in there. Your contribution is a bottle of foundation. So it's like the goalpost is constantly moving. And, you know, even when the natural beauty moment was happening, you still had to buy stuff for it. You had to keep your your eyebrows combed, uh, you know, put a little tint on the lips, um, the face mask to keep you looking beautiful naturally. That is your, your participation in the American economy. So, um, yeah, I know I'm saying this. Is it hypocritical that I'm saying this as I'm dolled the fuck up like is that am I a hypocrite maybe but I'm allowed to criticize something and still be a part of it because I think at the end of the day I'm also criticizing myself um yeah but anyways that was today's episode uh I had a lot of fun filming it it's very cold up here and it's getting colder by the second but uh, this is a reminder that if you have not bought your merch yet, yep, I'm going there. we got to maintain. If you have not bought your merch yet, do so. It will no longer arrive by Christmas time. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram at VinePhilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. Same thing on Twitter, same thing on TikTok. We keep it cohesive here, okay? Um, I'm excited to go eat. And I'm excited to talk to you next week. Um, I love you so much. This was more of a chill episode. But I hope you guys have a great week. And have yourself a merry little Christmas. I love you so much. I hope you are happy. I hope you are well fed. I hope Santa brings you gifts even if you deserve coal. Okay. I love you so much, darling. Have a good night. Mwah. Mwah.